The Longbox Crusade presents Fan Bill Fridays. Welcome to another episode of Fan Film Fridays. I am, of course, your host, Clinton Robison. But uh, we're going to change up format from the usual. You know, usually we just look at a fan film that's been around for two, three, ten years. But uh, this time, we're getting really ahead of the game here, folks. Because I've got some uh, people who who are actually working on a fan film right now. It's the folks from Triggered Mortis Productions, and they are working on a film called Red Right Hand, a Scream fan film. But I, of course, am not the expert on this. They are. So I'm going to let them go around and introduce themselves and say what they do. Well, hi, everybody. I'm Jake. I'm, I will be directing and writing Red Right Hand and maybe even playing a part in it. I don't know, maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, very excited to start on this. It's a Scream fan film from the perspective of the killers. And I am so lucky to have my some of my wonderful team here. Uh, Connor, do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so, hi, uh, I'm Connor. Uh, I am a writer and producer of Red Right Hand, a Scream fan film. Um Got the full title in there. Oh, you have to, you have to plug it in. Yeah, but this this has really been an amazing process. Just watching this this whole thing bloom from a, just some what, a nine ten minute original video to how about we make a movie? Yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah. Watching watching it watching it uh, come to life and from the script and watching everyone's reactions to it. Um, this has been a really really special. Um, Really been special to work on. I'm really happy to be a part of it. Heck yeah, man! And we have Christian here as well. I'm uh, I'm Christian. I'm going to be playing Christian. <laughs> I'm, an act- I'm going to be an actor in the film, and also going to be an um, assistant director. Assistant director as well. Heck yeah! Yeah, yeah it's it's not nothing. <laughs> You're a part of it. You're a part of it. Exactly. Yeah. And and Matt, of course. Uh, I'm Matt Schuff. I am the co-director and co-writer, and uh, also the project runner. So. Um, I'm, I've been seeing all the, all the feedback and everyone seems really excited and we got a lot of fun ideas that are both familiar to the Scream franchise, but also brand new and refreshing. And I'm really excited to show all of that to everyone when the film comes out. Cool. Cool. Well, I want to thank all of you for joining me here today. So, uh, how did all of you get started in all of this? Oh, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> crazy story. I, uh, I, I basically I met Christian through some other mutual friends, and I watched some of his hit one of his movies that you made. It's called Briefcase, 
massive shout out. Thank uh, you. It's, Thank it's, you. it's really good. And it, it kind of it blew my mind. And some of his other friends, they had made some movies as well. And I was all, this was all happening during the uh, production of the proof of concepts that me and Matt were doing. And I kind of just I got all these people on board. I, I convinced them somehow to be a part of our the larger <laughs> the larger uh, product. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of threats. <laughs> Lots of threats. Yeah, <laughs> it was honestly pretty miraculous how it happens. Like I met Jake in in a in a, an English class, and we started just talking about horror movies. And I find out oh he's got this YouTube channel. Next thing you know, we're doing this twenty four hour like live stream thing, watching movies, and it just kind of bloomed from there. Uh, he came to me with the idea of, hey, I want to do a fan film. And at first it was just going to be like this kind of like no budget, like just kind of for fun thing, right? Yeah, yeah. The more and more that we develop the plot and the idea behind it, we're like, dude, this is cool. And we spent like the better part of a year making this movie. Uh, and the budget went way out of proportion. We had no budget set. So <laughs> it was uh, it was kind of an expensive endeavor. Um, but people seem to really like it. You know, we have a, you know, it's, it's got a small community, but everyone likes it. And the more we thought about it, we're like, hey, instead of doing like a sequel or something, let's just flesh this out more. And I, again, I think we've made something really special out of it. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure how I got involved. Yeah, he, with he just all kind of, of appeared. He came out of nowhere. I don't know. Who, I don't even know who this guy is. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here? Uh, uh, well, so um, I remember uh, hearing about Jake and Matt working on the proof of concept video, and they, they Jake sent me a link to it a few days before it came out and it, I was crossing my fingers just I'm like please don't let this be terrible <laughs> <laughs> and then because so, well, well look because like I'm your friend I, I wouldn't I, I'd be like yeah it's good but then I watched it and I, I, I know <laughs> yeah it's, it's okay yeah. no 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 no, no, it, no it, it, I was very surprised with how, how how well it all turned out it felt like if it felt like, like an actual like plot point that would be used in a screen movie like it, it was it was very well done. I was very surprised with how well it all looked and felt. And um, and then when I found out you two were making a full thing out of it. I'm like, I would love to be a part of it any way I can. You know, just just seeing you know the the passion behind it, is seeing you know how how you guys have raised awareness for this thing, and how you want to see this thing fully through. And I'm like, I have to be a part of this. This is gonna be really something special. I can't wait to get started. Okay, so uh, you, all of you guys are film students, or no? Uh, I am. I think that is. <laughs> There's a couple other people working here, uh, working on the project, who um, have since I believe graduated from um, um, being a film student. So yeah, a few a few people have education. You know, a couple people. Yeah, you know, they've 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 you know got the education, they've got the smarts, but um. I'm I'm still currently a film student. I think leave them. I'm, I'm that counts for something. Yeah, that counts for something, Christian. Yeah. That's like, I'm, <laughs> a, yeah. I'm a video technology student, not necessarily film. I took a film appreciation class, so that counts for something, right? <laughs> I, I'm just a YouTuber. I'm I'm kind of an idiot. I just <laughs> I just throw Zero videos out to the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we see what happens with that. I work in a convenience store, so <laughs> uh, no, these guys are the experts. Hey, working in convenience stores work for Kevin Smith, so. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Kevin Smith, uh, you know, any sort of directors, writers that you, any of you would consider like major influences on any of this? I'd have to say Wes Craven. <laughs> As for one. We, well, yeah, oh, oh, of course. We, we do want to, it's, 
it's a film like it's for the the fans of like his movies, not just mm-hmm. like the the fans of Scream, like just for his entire catalog overall. While also taking a more modern and darker approach to the of same course. kind of I format. Would, I would, I would throw say. out the names of um, Ari Aster. And, Ari Aster, uh, yeah, Ari Aster's Robert a big Eggers. influence. Rob, Robert Eggers, the like his, their films where it's just it's really dark. It's really it's got some serious aspects to it, but it's not going to lose that funny meta touch that mm-hmm. Scream has either. It's a really weird blend of of tone and a whole bunch of like mood whiplash throughout i think which is yeah. adds a whole new flavor to it you're gonna get a lot of stuff that reminds you of the old 80s and 90s slashers but there's also some more elevated horror elements something you wouldn't uh, something you might find in an a24 horror film there's you elements know, it's, of both. It's, it's a little yeah. it's a little artsy but it doesn't lose the the fun of of scream yeah you know? i think matt matt said it best earlier uh he said that it's a familiar base with new ideas and twists and turns i think that perfectly sums up what this movie is it appeals to traditional scream fans who are fans of the whole series and also maybe fans who want to see something different and want to see different t- uh, twists and turns mm-hmm. um so i think this is why this is unique and that we offer something that's familiar but also different at the same time it's a really cool combination okay so uh why scream i mean not not like i'm <laughs> judging your choice here just like uh oh man were you that- uh, big fans of the franchise before or i've never seen any of them no, <laughs> what's, what's scream <laughs> no yeah i we're we're all really big scream fans and we we lo- like we love pretty much every installment too that's another thing we've, oh God, we've yeah. talked so much about how like every single movie in this franchise really brings something to the table even some of the ones that are less loved like even scream 3 hey, i think man, i'm a has, scream 3 I, i'm a champion of scream 3 i think it's a i think it's a good movie it's, it's, it's a, a good movie it's a lot of fun it's a good movie it gets a lot of hates and we we all unanimously think that every single uh entry brings something to the table it's a franchise that deserves a lot of fan films and we yeah. matt was even telling me once that it's like mm-hmm. it's such an easy franchise to make it, it's it's a, a it's the perfect it. foot in the door franchise yeah for there a, we go for that's, a, that's the best way to say it for a fan film because the oh, yeah. the you know like the world of scream is so grounded in reality um you know it's a it's a serial killer that doesn't have any supernatural powers or abilities so it's pretty much like the limit is whatever you can achieve in reality. And it's, it's, you know, it's going to be a little bit easier on a budget, but something that's great about scream is that scream has always been about the metaphysical commentary. Um, and like how it, how it relates to older films and, and all the tropes in older like slasher films. So we were like, how cool would it be if we made a fan film that is not just a celebration of Scream, but also a celebration of fan films themselves. So we can have a lot of meta fan and films. There is a lot of references to other very popular fan films that you might know. <laughs> of, so <laughs> there's good. There's a lot of fun stuff to be had with this film. Not just references to what's going on in horror. References to a lot of stuff going on in just fan film communities as well. So we want it to be a celebration of the indie horror community. Yes, yeah. that's what surprised me most about the um, initial pro- the initial Red Right Hand video you guys made. Um, so I, I threw it on, not really knowing what to expect, but then I'm like, <laughs> after the first, you know, after that opening scene, after that, you know, cuts away to the TV, I'm like, oh my God, I was like thrown back. I'm like, oh no, this is like awesome. This is an <laughs> awesome idea. It's a uh, Scream fan film about Scream fan films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So you guys are all, like all in your twenties. Did the first couple Scream movies feel dated to you guys at all? Absolutely not. No. I don't. I, they're pretty I don't timeless so. to me. I, being, I, so the way, at least the way I um, um, watch them, I, I'd you know I, I'd seen a bunch of horror movies. I'd seen like everything, and then I watched Scream. 
um, which is kind of like the best way to do it because they're referencing Hellraiser, Evil Dead, all Dude, these you things. You have to see all those and before. I, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I've seen them all, and I'm like, oh my god, this is made for me. This is incredible. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, it's it, it, I know I don't think it's it's dated at all. I mean, I think it's you know. And I will say, there's some older horror movies where I'm like, okay, that's a outdated. I like I didn't get that reference, you know. Where oh, it's yeah. like, wow, that went right over my head. But there, yeah, Scream feels very timeless to me. I mean, yes, it is very rooted in the late '90s. You can you get that feeling undeniably from from that movie. But the tone, the dialogue, the characters, they're still relatable today in in yeah. a sense. And it, that's that's a really interesting aspect of that film that I feel like I could show it to people in 50 years yeah. and they'd still enjoy it i think the best thing about it is just the um the relationship of all the friends in the movie of the friend group i think it's like the most believable aspect and it's i think that's really important uh because that works so you're absolutely right and it's something we put a major focus on with our script was to have the most important thing i said to matt and connor when we were writing the script was i want detailed characters that you care about when they eventually inevitably die so (laughs) that that was a really big thing going into the script that was the one thing i wanted to nail on the head yeah i think that already separates it from like 90 percent of slashers you know even the greats out there because well because when i when i see a lot of slashers they always go into two camps it's either you make all of the main cast complete assholes that you hate and you're like okay really want them to get killed off (laughs) yeah but then they don't get killed off and you're like really yeah, and that's Damn. disappointing. It's the ones where you root for the uh, survivors, and those are the ones where you root for the killer. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. But yeah, Scream has always been about like this that friend bond, and then when there's a killer, and it might be someone in the group, it like threatens that group dynamic, and then everyone starts questioning each other. It's a great way of seeing a group getting kind of like torn down and deconstructed. It's very yeah, I don't know. There's something about that that I've always enjoyed. I think Scream is more you know I've. Like watching all of them, I had never really rooted for Ghostface, which was kind of weird because, you know, I'd seen all these slash movies, like all of Friday the 13th and everything. And I'm like, just rooting for It gets to a point where you're just like, all right, Jason, come on, kill them all. Kill them all. Let's <laughs> <laughs> take them out. With Scream, you're really rooting for, you know, Sidney Prescott. You're really rooting for all these characters and everything. Um, and it root just really just a testament how like good their writing is and how good they, they can communicate these relationships. Um, and I think we have something similar here. They don't feel like fodder. They feel like actual protagonists. True. Yeah. Good, good. Okay, so uh, going specifically to Red Right Hand, uh, what can you guys tell us without uh, giving everything away? So at the very end of the movie, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, none of that. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you mean the credits uh, are going to roll? Oh my god! I never saw it coming. <laughs> There, there will be spoiler alert. There will be credits. It's actually, it's actually, oh, it's actually, uh, it's actually going to play backwards. So we're going to start from the ending to the beginning. <laughs> it's a ta- yeah, Tarantino's <laughs> takes on Scream. No, um, but uh, yeah, essentially, this is a Scream movie where you get the killers revealed to you at the very beginning of the film, which is which is very different. This, and you might be asking the the question right now, Clinton, if we already know who the killers are. Well, why why am I going to want to stick around? Like Scream movie is all of the, the, there's always about the mystery. I want to figure out who the killers are. Well. The killers have found out that there is yet another professional ghost face killer that has just entered their town and starts killing. And there's like kind of a ghost face turf war going on here. And they're trying to figure out who it is. It is someone in their friend group. 
just very like similar to the Scream formula, but maybe a little more complicated and crazy, more mm-hmm. chaotic. It's a it's a very chaotic film. You oh, see things from the perspective of the killers, so it's like you get to see the struggles they go through in trying to execute their plan perfectly, while also having this massive bump in the road that is the devil ghost face. So you know, one of the things we loved about uh, about the original Scream and something we would love to see more of is what were Billy and Stu doing. That we didn't see. What were they doing behind the scenes? Who, did, who killed who in, in Scream? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, and, I've and, always been interested in that. Like, wait, who was that Billy or Stu that killed them? And in a weird meta sort of way, our film kind of answers that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. And, and it's also kind of one of those things where it's like, you really want to know how someone has to lose themselves mentally to actually like do what they did as mm-hmm. Ghostface. So that's something that we want to explore with this film. Um and I think by introducing a second ghost face that operates completely independently from from the the traditional ghost face, this would be that devil ghost face that we've teased on all of our posters and stuff. Um, by having a really professional serial killer type that really conflicts with what ghost face is typically known for, basically just some moron in a Halloween costume going around and killing people pretty much out of just passion. And usually they get their asses kicked, right? Like they get furniture and and vases and lamps thrown at them. They get they get beaten up, um, beer bottles thrown at them. <laughs> There's a lot of slapstick and scream. So I think having like this more kind of goofy, not very professional, doesn't really know what he's doing, probably doesn't have a clear end goal. Versus this very professional killer that knows exactly what they're doing. I think that's going to be a really cool thing to see. And also two slasher villains going up against each other in a movie. That's awesome. Like who doesn't want to see that? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So you had the, uh, the film up on Kickstarter and it just recently finished. You guys ended with a budget of five and a half thousand. Uh, what exactly is your breakdown on your budget? I mean, we're always curious on the show, like, you know, how much money went to where on certain fan films? Well, so about uh, two grand, so like 40%, two grand of that is going to go towards fulfilling all the rewards. We have a lot of really cool stuff coming out for our supporters. We have Ghostface pins, an amazing poster that we actually had the art commissioned. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, it's by, so nice. Oh, yeah. It was, it's a really cool poster. Uh, Anna Ross, she's an, she's an artist. She made it for us. Massive shout out to her. Uh, we have a bunch of other really cool rewards going out. That's all going to be covered with that 40%. And then the other 60% is going into production of the film. Mm-hmm. We are super lucky to have the majority of our locations already like paid for and taken care of because mm-hmm. we're mostly using like friends' houses. We have some friends in some nice neighborhoods that's like, hey, we can let's go use that house. You know, let's mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're gonna ruin your kitchen with the fake blood everywhere. We apologize, but we'll clean it up. <laughs> so we, we have that uh at our to utilize. It's a, we have a lot of resources, thankfully, and we know a lot of people kind of in the in the industry, the, the indie yeah. film industry, I should say, like Christian being one of them. So and we're also we've also been incredibly fortunate to have a lot of friends who have uh, volunteered their time, aren't really asking for a lot of payment. Um, and, and that just really helps alleviate a lot of the costs that you would traditionally put into a film. Uh, and hopefully if we have some funds left over after the movie is made, we'd love to pay everyone at least a little bit. Um, that's the plan for excess stuff. As you know, we can't make money off of this, um, but we can pay our staff. So that's the, that's the goal here. Um, we're putting a lot of our funds into making sure that the costumes and the props look really good. We're really excited with some of the props that we've ordered, so (laughs) we can't wait to show those off. Um, and we got some pretty gnarly kills planned for the movie. So again, can't reveal too much because that would kind of ruin the magic of the movie. But okay, I, it's I will some say, exciting stuff. I will say one thing about a kill in the movie, though. 
we use a certain item in the kitchen that you would not usually think would be a murder weapon, but we do use it for for a kill yeah. <laughs> in this movie. Hide your egg timers, folks. <laughs> okay, so while I've got people that are actually working on something like this, what exactly does go into a fan film? Behind the scenes, while you're filming, all that kind of stuff. Blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> a lot, a lot of that. So, yeah, I mean, we're we're about to put a lot of time and effort and work into this. We we want it to be the absolute best it can be. I mean, we're we're going to be spending the next two months on pre-production, storyboarding. What I mean, we're we're going down to Florida for something. I can't say what that is, but uh, that's part of it. Um, Matt, is there anything else you want to comment on with that specifically? Like, what what else what else goes into this? When we were making the when we were making the, the proof one. of concept, we went into it with like little to no film experience. Besides, just we like watching movies and let's like use some techniques we've seen in movies. Um, and and you know I'll be honest like for first ever production like that we've actually seriously done because like obviously we've all made like skits and stuff in high school we do like you know videos with our friends but those are very minimal editing and you know you know what I mean this is this is our first thing that we actually tried to make look like a movie and you know every time we go back and rewatch it we notice something else that we messed up on but that's also something that we can uh, that we can improve on in the in the film. So actually I think it's it's a really good idea that we we decided to use the proof of concept as a basis and expand it because we have a great starting place. Um, and it was really really hard to do like figuring out how to do certain shots because it's really stepping out of our comfort zone. That was a really big challenge for us, but I think when we finally saw the fruits of our labor with the completed film and we, we hosted a premiere and we had all of our friends and family come over and watch it, it was one of the best things I have ever felt. And I just I want to feel that again and I want to get it out to as many people as possible. And I, I want to make something that Scream fans really enjoy, too. That's yeah. that's why we've I've spent basically the last three, four months just collecting all these super talented people to be in the in the film. Like Christian here is just I mean, the cinematography in your your movie was amazing. I, I saw <laughs> I saw you. that. I recognize that. And I'm like, he has to be I, you got to You got to come work on my project, man. Like I, I begged on my hands and knees, basically. He still he still doesn't want to do it. No, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> I think uh, it's important to know. I, I think the biggest thing driving this entire project is just passion. Like these, like you don't have no idea. These guys are, you know, they're, they're working so hard just because they love Scream so much. You know, all of us we love Scream. We love horror movies. We love uh, we love making movies and everything. You know, that's I think that is the like number one factor. Just you know, love of um, making film, love of of just movies in general, love of Scream. Uh, I think. Um, that's what's going to make this project incredible in the end. Yeah, to build on that, um, I, I, I'm not aware of anyone who is not 110% behind this thing. Everyone has been mm -hmm. so amazing. Yeah, it's it's insane. Yeah. Everyone yeah. is like just as enthusiastic. Yeah, as me, of course, know? Jake, uh, Jake, Matt, Christian, myself. Uh, of course, you talk about you mentioned Anna Ross, yeah. who made that amazing retro poster. Yeah, which I, I I really like that poster. It's really cool. Um, also, we got, got we got um, other people. She's at Malik. Um, he's helping out with this. He's been fantastic. Um, Trent Thomas helping out with the music. He's you know he's been fantastic as well. Um, we got. Uh, I hope I'm saying your last name right. Jenna. S it's Jenna Seaman. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Just yeah. Just say <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. it. Uh, uh, you know, the band Girl Cologne has been uh, working with us too. Um, you know we've we've had yeah, so many. We we that's actually something yeah. I'm really. Oh, okay. Stop you laughing. 
That's actually something <laughs> I want to do a lot of it. <laughs> oh, because, oh, because I oh, whatever. <laughs> that is something I actually did want to mention. Um, that's something we're really excited about in particular is all of the musical talent that we have mm-hmm. on this project. So um, we, our cinematographer Andrew Oliver, uh, who has made mm-hmm. a lot of his own films, it's and fantastic, uh, yeah. he, he works for like a news studio, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Channel Five News, I believe. Yeah, so he he you know he's fantastic at editing and he's great at cinematography everything he does is absolutely beautiful um and he's going to be doing the shots for our film he's also going to be composing the score for our film and it's something i didn't know about until i watched uh his film oh, i watched the camp so good at that he's so good at making music he's, he's just really he's just really good at everything honestly. so <laughs> we now have uh we now have an original score and uh, we also have a bunch of amazing artists that will be doing some covers of some more popular songs. Obviously, we can't use yeah. copyrighted music, but we can cover songs. And since we're not making a profit on the film, uh, it's it's something that we've we've taken liberties with. Uh, the, <laughs> the The great thing about doing covers for the music is that we can design them to sound exactly the way we want in tandem with how scenes work. Um, and yeah, no, I'm just it's. It's really cool. <laughs> um, we already have a cover of Red Right Hand um, by Greg Yukum. Uh, you can listen to that at the end of the Proof of Concept, and that's kind of a little taste of what's to come. So I hope everyone's excited for the music, because I really am. I know I really like the music, so if I like it, then you know people with actual musical taste are probably going to love it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So... Yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know I love that proof of concept. I you had me hooked, and I haven't watched a scream movie probably in the last fifteen years. So, well, thank you. It's <laughs> awesome. I mean, that, that that really hooked me in. I loved it. Everything seemed to work really well. Um, I mean, turning it up to the the hard R on the gore and violence, it it really worked. And I can't wait for the ninety minute full version. Heck yeah, we're we're excited to bring it. <laughs> <laughs> It's all been leading up to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, do you guys have anything you'd like to add? Um, I'll I'll say just to kind of wrap things up. I am so excited, beyond excited for this project. I mean, I feel like my all everything has led up to this with the YouTube, with just passion for horror films. It's all this is where it was all ultimately coming to, and to meet all these wonderful people. That's. That's the best thing about this entire project. I've made some wonderful friends along the way. You guys are awesome. And we're going to have a friggin' fun time this summer making this movie. So <laughs> I cannot I just, wait. I just think it's been such a great experience with all the things that we've learned since we put out that proof of concept. All the people we've met, um, tons of other fan film creators, uh, tons of other like project runners. We've gotten guidance from so many people. Um and I am way more confident in this product now than I was a year ago. Um, so it's it's looking good, and I'm I'm really excited. I'm confident that we can make this happen, and we can make it good. Well, I guys, I do appreciate you joining me. Thank you again for being on the show. I go around one more time, let people you know remind them who you are because they may have forgotten in the last twenty minutes or so. <laughs> and uh, if you would let them know where they can find you online if they want to find out more. Well, I'm I'm Jake. Uh, once again, I'm just like director, writer. I'm I guess I'm playing a small role in this as well. Uh, I my uh, YouTube channel is Killjoy Jake. If you guys can subscribe, I give little news updates on upcoming horror movies. They're silly, they're fun. It's a good time. Come check it out. Go, come subscribe. Oh, we're just going skipping to me then. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm I'm Matt Shuff. I'm a co-director, co-writer, and project runner. Um, and you can you can. 
you know, go to our go to our Trigger Mortis Productions YouTube channel because that's where we're going to be posting all the updates uh, on the movie and any behind the scenes stuff. We might do some short films in the future. Um, that is the best way that you can support us right now. I'm a uh, Christian Peralta. Um, going to be an actor in the film i'm also an assistant director uh you can find me on instagram uh get ready for this uh underscore underscore oreo dot cookie underscore underscore <laughs> that's underscore underscore oreo dot cookie underscore underscore there's two underscores before and after <laughs> don't even ask it's it's a nightmare um yeah that's that's my handle on instagram so that's where you can find me and find some art. Do you like Oreos, Christian? Uh, you know, they're all right. (laughs) I think they're just, I think they're, you know, I think they're all right. They're just fine. Okay, good. good. (laughs) And uh, I'm Connor. Uh, Once again, I'm one of the writers and producers of Red Right Hand, a Scream fan film. (laughs) Um, uh, Follow, uh, go subscribe to Killjoy Jake on YouTube. Uh, That and the, uh, the Trigger Morris uh, YouTube channel as well. I love that too. Um, Subscribe to Killjoy Jake for well, really, thanks, actually, thanks, guys. really good horror content. I regularly watch your videos and I look forward to them. And not even just because, <laughs> yeah, I, I really, I'm very excited <laughs> for the next video. Thanks, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> And uh, be sure to subscribe to Killjoy Jake for more horror content. I was going to say that, and I, I had to like I was so close, and I had to stop myself. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This should be his thing. He should say that. I'm, I'm wiggling my fingers so the people who are like <laughs> listening to this with their ears will see. I, yeah. I I just started wiggling. I don't know. You know, who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, again, thanks, guys. Uh, everybody listening, be sure and subscribe. Follow all these guys and. Be on the lookout for that film when it hits. Hey everybody, I'm Jake Tyler. And I'm Matt Schuff. And together we are Trigger Mortis Productions. And today we present to you the Kickstarter campaign for Red Right Hand, a Scream fan film. Back in October, me and Matt made a little proof of concept for Red Right Hand that only stretches about 14 minutes long, including the credits. And after we made that, in honor of the new Scream film that came out earlier this year, we decided, well, we want to make this into a full 90 minute long picture. Red Right Hand is an independent fan film set within the Scream franchise, taking place a few months prior to the events of Scream 2022. We're aiming to make this film very familiar to fans of the Scream franchise. However, we have many twists that we want to put on the classic formula to expand it beyond the scopes of your traditional movie-going experience. Usually, Scream is told from the perspective of the good guys, but this time around, we're showing what it's like to be the killers in a Scream movie. However, for us to make this a reality, we're going to need your help. Unfortunately, a production of this size won't come cheap, so we're gonna need around $5,000 or more to make this production a reality. We have so many people that already believe in this project that the actors and actresses involved are actually volunteering their time just to make this thing happen. Hi, I'm Maya Krieger and I'll be playing Drew Thompson in Red Right Hand. Drew Thompson is basically girl next door that the main character has grown up with. She starts off very shy, very timid at the beginning, and as the movie continues on, she becomes more confident and into being a badass at the end. So I've watched horror movies ever since I was a little kid. Some of my favorites have been The Shining, The Thing, Alien. And one thing I've noted growing up is I never saw anyone that looked like me. And having the opportunity to play someone like that in a horror movie is very meaningful to not only me, but other, you know, mixed or, you know, girls of color who have wanted to watch horror movies and, you know, feel... I guess represented isn't the proper phrase when it comes to horror movies, but feel seen. Hi, I'm Noah. I'm going to be playing Matt Cochran in Red Right Hand. And even despite the fact you get the killer revealed in the first act, 
there's still a lot of twists that you're gonna that you're gonna see throughout this, so it's still gonna be definitely worth the watch. Hi, I'm Christian Peralta, and I'm going to be playing Christian Peralta. Hey, I'm Trent. I will be providing some of the music for Red Right Hand. Um, I will also be having a surprise role. We also have access to all of the filming locations that we need for the production, so we won't have to spend any extra money on film permits, thus eliminating a large amount of what a traditional film budget would go towards. A large sum of our production budget is going to go towards our costumes, props, and special effects makeup. We're huge Scream fans and even bigger horror fans, so it's really important for us that we get the most authentic costumes and props as possible for this film. We also really want to make it so that all of the special practical effects uh, and the gore and the kills and everything that Scream fans crave is up to snuff with the original films. We want it to look like a real snuff film. <laughs> <laughs> now, if we meet our goal, we are aiming for a December release date. And once it comes out, it'll be free to watch for literally everybody. As huge Scream fans, we genuinely think this could be the best Scream fan film ever made. And we can't do it without your support. So me and Maya are going to give you a big spoiler about Red Right Hand right now. What is that, Maya? So at the end of the movie... What's going on? Uh, I don't know. What the hell? What, what's going... What... What's going on? Did you hear that? What, what was that? There'll be no spoilers in my movie. Hey everybody, what's up? Ghostface here. And instead of having horror movies, I have friends. We only have 30 days to fund this project, so you better act fast. Otherwise, I can't guarantee that our big-time movie director and his lovely leading lady will make it out of this with their organs intact. <laughs> and no one likes an off-screen kill. <laughs> Where am I? In the Palace of Glittering Delights. Who are you? I am Andrew Leyland, and for over 200 episodes, I have covered everything genre-related, from the obvious things that everyone talks about, Star Trek, to deep dives into the early issues of The Amazing Spider-Man via the obscure, such as ITC's experimental science fiction dramas The Champions or Department S. It's very cosmopolitan. You never know who you meet next. In the Palace of Glittering Delights... Okay, let's get this show on the road, gang. Available from Two True Freaks and via your podcatcher of choice. Imagine a podcast that celebrates the things we love. Why spend time being so angry and cynical about our fandoms? Join me, the Irredeemable Shag, for a show where we're just trying to be happy. The Once Upon a Geek Podcast. Our discussions focus on a variety of geeky subjects that we're passionate about. While the topics will be ever-changing, our focus will be on science fiction, comic books, what it means to be a geek in this world, and other nostalgia-fueled ideas. Life is short. Focus on the positive. Find your joy. The Once Upon a Geek Podcast, part of the Fire & Water Podcast Network. Hey everybody, thanks for sticking with me. My thanks again to the guys from Trigger Mortis Productions. Thanks again so much for being on this show. This is the feedback portion though. 
And that's where I get to thank all you lovely listeners. But before I do that, I will thank all of the lovely Crusaders Club members for helping make these shows possible. So, last episode, which was Big Barda of Suburbia with my guest Laurel Phillips, got likes, shares, retweets, all the fun stuff from Tony Pennington, Unpacking the Power of Power Pack, Chris Stados, Sean Ross, Eugene R. Hendricks, Max Reads Comics, Tim Price, Waffles, Laurel, Chris at BTO and Batbook, Angelica Fetty Wolf, Max Traver, Aaron Head Moss, Al Sedano, Saul Lerman, Jared Albrick, Kathy Bright, Trekker Talk, Chris Lydon, JLI Podcast, Tall Tower at Tall Tower 01, Mooney Dwart, Roger Preeb, Engineer at E-N-G-R-P-E. I'm sure that's in grape, of course. No, I have no idea. Uh, Zach Attack, Monitor Earth Prime, Thomas Hill, and Dr. Pop Culture BGSU. If I missed anybody on that list, I'm sorry. Do please let me know, and I will make it up to you. We got some feedback on the Twitters. Jared Albrick, the yard sale artist, said... I will not allow the besmirching of Street Fighter the movie. Aside from that good episode. Well, you know, Jared. No, no, no. You've got a point, I'm, I'm sure. But, you know, some people will besmirch it. We got a retweet from Max Reads Comics that says, Can even the fire pits of Apocalypse keep Barta's takeout food from getting cold? Find out on this episode of Fan Film Fridays. Man, Max, you come up with some of the greatest tags for this. I love it. And over on Facebook, Max Traver, which I'm sure he reads comics, <laughs> says, I'd rather see stuff like this than whatever it was Zack Snyder was doing to Jack Kirby's New Gods. Low budget and all. Thanks to Clinton and his Fan Film Fridays podcast for tipping me off to this one. Well, you are too kind, Max. Too kind by far. But I am glad you enjoyed it. That seems to be all our feedback. If Again, if I missed anybody's feedback, let me know. So, I'm going to wrap it up here and say thank you for listening. And I hope you join me again for another Fan Film Friday. Today you can take your telephone, your, your, your cell phone. You can make a movie on that. And if it's a really cool movie that's funny and it's dramatic or whatever, you can post it on YouTube. If you want to make films and you want to tell stories, you can do it. But if you're obsessed with film and you love to tell stories and you love working in that medium, uh, then uh, that will give you the strength to be persistent. Do you want to introduce first? Sure. Yeah, go you, for are, it. You, you are the Killjoy Jake. So. Yeah, he <laughs> killed Joe Jake. Kill Jake. T H E. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> has, anyone ever, has everyone at work ever been like, "Hey, you killed Joe Jake"? No. <laughs> Dude, no. You're eating, you're eating their salad in front. Look, hey, Killjoy Jake, eating my salad. Oh, did I tell you the salad story? Yeah, you told me. I took it all in and I started eating it like a freaking cow. I did. Yeah. What are they gonna do? Fire me? No, isn't that what you want for severance? Because they have to give you severance if they fire you.
I'm so sorry, Clinton. <laughs> oh no! Uh, see, so on, on uh on this network, we do a little thing at the end called outtakes, where basically everything that has been taken out gets thrown back in. So that's perfect. <laughs> Okay, well, there we go. You got, you got the salad go. story to tell. <laughs> I get a lot more, too. All right, so let's dive into this. Three, two, one. <laughs>